the new Parkway Theater, where good food, diverse entertainment, and community create a place for everyone. For showtimes and special events, check out www.thenewparkway.com. You are listening to High School where real talk is our vernacular. I follow Matt Porn already. Matt Porn? <laughs> what? No, it's called Matt Porn and it shows to his own wife's last box. It shows um per capita in each area or whatever. It, it's not it's not porn. It's it's just uh it's just a bunch of maps. It's just a bunch of maps with this with statistics on it. Statistics about uh fellatio uh, levels? Oh no. Nothing have to do with porn, it'd be GDP. Anything, sport, yeah. uh, diversity, demographics, uh, movie theaters, and just different yeah. things. It's sort of like this cheap ass map that Brandon got that you going to ruin this computer. Yeah, I like, <laughs> I like those. Looking at those maps. I like, I like looking at maps like I like looking at BBWs. So there's this website. I'm gonna send y'all this link here. That basically is a big map of how much a Big Mac costs across the USA. Oh, they're different prices. <laughs> they are. Yeah, you putting that in the chat? Put that in the chat, bro. God damn, you already put a lot of shit in the chat. Variety. Uh, this is this is why I can't get with Randy posting all kinds of shit in the chat, man. <laughs> damn. Man, this is a fucked up ass map, bro. Cheap eats map. There's a lot of goddamn dots on this map, Brandon. A lot of goddamn dots on this map. A lot of McDonald's, man. Seems like I need to get my big my Big Mac from the Midwest, though. <laughs> God, damn man, I can't believe Brandon, you in the back. green zone, man. I don't know why you yeah, you're closer to the green. No, he got a lot of if you zoom in. I got some zoom. He's in North Carolina, Aaron. It's all green. Yeah, man, it's all know. green, man. We do a good I man, I thought we were doing bad. We actually do a good out here. Four dollars a Big Mac, dude. Four seventy-nine, four fifty-nine. So I said six nineteen for a Big Mac. I mean, I'm glad. Man. I'm glad somebody put in the work and, <laughs> and you know, like to to figure out every spot and how much they charge. And you know, just just as a you know, as a principal, you know, the, the, it, it'd be too hard to figure out how to pay college players. Uh, but uh, I'm glad we could figure this out. Oh, they figured out how to pay them all right now. The shit going crazy. Yeah. Now you got coaches quitting. That's good. Get rid of them fake CEOs. Well, no, the problem is, is other is everyone thinks the kids are, are, are part of it. The kids still, they still working with companies. They're getting yeah. paid, but it's, it's all companies. And it's it's only a matter of time <laughs> before the companies figure out how to get more money out of it. The the kids are still signing contracts. They're signing it with this these companies that are in charge of running their NIL. No, they'll figure it out. I think yeah. Alabama, uh, Ohio's like the big schools have like half people on campus who are like basically the NIL coordinators. <laughs> They got, yeah, they got, that's to help them with the portal, right? Yeah. But I mean, even the small, small campus has got people around there, Brandon. My niece yeah. is in Idaho. She even got an NIL deal, dude. How much is she getting man. paid or what, what is not she getting? Not that much. Get, not, she, not, not enough she get to pay free, her whole uh, car free frozen yogurt uh, as much as she wants. Nah, she getting paid, but not enough to pay her whole car note, I'll tell you that much. But it's, it's better than nothing, right? I'll be happy with the money if if I was getting that in college. What's her NIL deal with? The sandwich shop or a no? Car no, so shop? she signed 
time with these companies and then the companies are the ones that basically use you and get you to like use your picture like, in a in a in a yeah they're the ones that they're the ones that try to work the deals out right oh so, so this is like the wild west right now so it's the wild west right now wild it's kind of, well it's like that for everybody right now see a lot of people don't know that a lot of people are like that's why caitlin clark said in her interview well, I forgot who's that. Stephen A. Smith was saying something about uh, her making money. She was like, "Oh, you really don't understand how NIL work, right? Mm -hmm. uh, like, like because you do. You you basically sign with these companies, and they go out and 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 you don't sign exclusively. It's not like, oh, this is exclusively here. But that's basically these companies are already some of these companies are already set up for it, and then they'll set up websites to sell your yeah, like T-shirts with your name on it, your jersey stuff like that, and then they'll get you to car commercials because. Uh, I don't know. Are, you, are they still not allowed to have an agent, right? I don't think they're supposed to. Have I don't think they're still. Yeah, they're still not allowed to have an agent. But 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 you see, like, so these companies aren't agencies because they're but they are the ones. That's how you see Caleb Williams in commercials while he was still playing and and Sordor Sanders in commercials and Dion Sons. And, and this is why that's I felt know. like when they brought Dion that house, it wasn't really them buying Dion a house. It was the it was the company using that and it's like, oh, this would be a good score to help us secure more NIL deal, secure more players and bring more money to Colorado. But Dion was interviewing about NIL, the transfer portal. Cause he said he said he wished the transfer portal just has the the player's price on it. Right. <laughs> he said that would make it easier. <laughs> he said just have the price next to the name. That will make it easier. That will make it easier. Cause they were, oh they were talking about Nick Saban leaving the game. And he was like, it'd just be easier for all of us if the player had the and they were like, what are you talking about, coach? 50,000? 50, He's like, 50,000? He said, boy, man, nowadays I don't even get you a walk on. It stood above it looking down with these big red eyes. Oh, it's so scary. And I yelled, I said, what do you want from us, monster? And the monster bent down and said, I need about 350. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the portal made it crazy. I mean, if you think about it, think about this. Clemson, Clemson has signed nobody off the portal so far. They don't know how to work the game. They know how to work the old game, not the new game. People just want to come play here. That's what people want to do. Well, that's what he's thinking. And he's like going to rely on his recruiting classes. But the problem is they ain't had like a top recruiting classes. And the problem now is like, hey, man, because to go in the portal, like I said, to get some of these good players portal, you got to pay. And not to say he could do like what Colorado did or was it Ole Miss did last year or Mississippi State when they just basically brought in 40, 50 players off a of portal. I mean, like the good teams are still bringing it in with good seven to ten, you know, seven to ten players, something like that. Five, at least five. Hopefully they figure this stuff out quick, right? Because the people who like, transfer every year, that's wild. Well, the rule was you're only supposed to, if you transfer your second year, you have the second time you have to sit out unless unless a doctor signs off that it was beneficial for unless it's health reasons, including mental health. Yeah. And they just find a doctor say, hey, man, I was stressed there. And then they sign it off so they're not losing no, no year of eligibility or having the red shirt another year and sit out. Every year, the transport will just, that's, the, somebody needs to do a show. Nobody, nobody's doing, they're not, we have free agency period. We had, we used to have a national signing <laughs> day show, which was stupid. <laughs> now you can actually have something that'd be a little exciting. Who's going where? No, ESPN's going to be five years too late on that, man. <laughs> they will, they will. They're no. they college game game day show still think it's, it's they still think it's nineteen ninety-seven. Yeah, shout out to college game day. Um, you know, clogging up traffic for this UNC Duke game this weekend. 
Dude, oh yeah, they were there. They Shout were there, boys. Shout out to y'all. They said, "Clock it up, track." Dude, I watched. I was watching the local news after the game, uh-huh. and the things people say about the, the these these basketball games is ridiculous. This dude came on the news. He was like, "Yeah." Can't, unbelievable that we won. You know, this you know, this is why I want my kids to go here. This is the kind of feeling I want them to have. And this dude's like maybe 20. Like if he has a kid that's anywhere near college, he was molested in the womb. <laughs> like, what? They take they take hey man, you you in tobacco, bro. You in tobacco country, Brandon. They take their basketball serious. A lot of people don't understand that Chad Michael Murray show. One Tree Hill it was a, was on the backbone of the show. It was about basketball. <laughs> like I'm over place, here talking about One Tree Hill. I never saw the show. I never saw one show. Now look, and I will admit to shows I watch. I watch every Dawson Aaron, Creek. I watch so, Dawson uh, Creek a couple UPN weeks and ago. WB. Uh, nah, UPN WB shows are whack, man. I watched Dawson Creek. I, Dawson Creek was on one of them. Nah, man, it can't be. It's too good to be no, on. Was, what about that was, show? That was the syndication. That was the second round of the show. Yeah, yeah, sure? yeah I watched that shit in syndication. I ain't watched that shit. I don't watch the ones that don't make it to syndication, man. Uh-huh. On the good channel syndication too. Like you know, that's the same thing. With like Gilmore Girls, they made it to syndication. I watched it. I like booty. But uh, Dawson Creek, man. Well, I was also dating a girl who, who were, you know, who little sister was living with her, and she was in high school at the time that Dawson Creek was out. So I ended up, you know, catching like the third season with her, third and part of the fourth. Thank God that relationship fell apart before the fifth and sixth season came out because those those seasons were horrible. But anyway, I just know One Tree Hill was awful. The <laughs> basketball it, it, that's the backbone to the show. It was two half brothers who were on the same basketball team, liking the same girl. Some shit like that. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all ready to start the show? We're dropping gems right now. We're we're content. Like, content's on fire right now. Jared's recording. He's recording. Start the show. This show ain't, we ain't, man, this show been started since, it ain't never stopped. <laughs> all right well uh welcome ladies and gentlemen you are listening to the high score 510 podcast you can catch us at high score 510 on the instagram the youtube and on the twitter also check out our tiktok page at the high score 510 and our patreon page at patreon.com backslash high score 510 and we are here with this is ag3 coming at you faster than oh shit i don't even remember what i was gonna say I'm the strongest man in the world, the only man that does not feel any pain. I've had like four heartbreaks. I did not cry. I did not feel any pain. I'll so somebody can pain. hit you with something now. Persec- persecute me. I will not shake. I will not even move. Is that what he's going to use to persecute you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It will hit me hard. You know what I mean? A pillow. Is that a pillow or there's something inside? He will hit it well. Okay. I am okay. persecuted or persecute him. Man, so the, I would be a host for that show if they pay me. But all they have to pay me is Joel off rights, and I'll be a host on that show. <laughs> so obviously, this has got to be a hoax, right? <laughs> dude, that's the, because they had the fastest reader. Did they have the fastest dude to uh, read a uh, learn no, a book? I forgot about the reader. <laughs> to draw a picture. Yeah, yeah, right. Dude, who write the fastest writer, fastest writer in the world? Fights. Yeah, yeah. The fastest I, I, writer in the world. Okay, this is not real. <laughs> this is this is spoof.
Rachel, man, stop hating on my on our brother's show. Our <laughs> brother's show, man. That's Nigerian. Yeah. <laughs> If, if if that's my African brother, please, white man, enslave me. If you black of skin and full of sin, come forward. <laughs> the sins of my brother. <laughs> uh, and we are here with... Everybody's traveling uh, at home dad, Captain Pifa. <laughs> Uh, shit, um, coming at you like Joe Biden in the back of that uh, Air Force One plane on the tarmac at Las Vegas, Nevada. He on a back sleep. <laughs> As every retired person should be taking a nap in the middle of the day. Well, here's your soundbite, uh, Pedro. In honor of Black History Month, from the Dr. Umar No Context Dr. Umar parody account on... Uh... <laughs> Twitter or X.com account and I had the video uh, of, a, of a guy going around asking white people to act black for $500. He asked a man and a woman sitting on a park bench. Can you guys act black for $500? Oh, freedom. Oh, freedom. Oh, freedom. I love her. <laughs> <laughs> no, Negro spiritual. Hey, created one on top of her head. That's tight. No, 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 no. She didn't create that off the top of her head. She got she's on that like she had a couple of slaves. <laughs> they invited her to the hush harbor, being like, "You can come, you can come watch. We know your daddy's the one that's really bigoted. You, you cool." Somebody in the background was like, "I, I like her voice." <laughs> You know what? I'm just saying if somebody comes up to you with a camera and they phone, like you don't have to say yes to whatever they ask you. Like you don't have to answer any of the questions. Like this is not <laughs> true. You could just be like, no, I'm, I decline. Hey, please give it, please get away from me. You know, this is one of my worst nightmares that y'all catch my wife or daughter doing one of those bits. <laughs> like what Brandon just said, and somebody come up with a camera and a phone. Y'all catch one of one of my kids and one of my family members doing that. I'm gonna be very embarrassed. <laughs> mm-hmm. Make sure that shit go viral too. These niggas here want to be seen, man. And we are here with. Oh, hey, this is uh, Brandon, aka Taco Pablo. Happy to be <laughs> here. Happy uh, Black History Month. Uh, hopefully, everybody's staying safe out there. Here's your sound by Brandon. It's uh, Senator Tom Cotton. Doing his best to take it away, uh, Cotton. To inco- uh, to what's, what's to intimidate uh, Mr. Shu Chu, uh, represented for TikTok. You said today, as you often say, that you live in Singapore. Of what nation are you a citizen? Singapore. Are you a citizen of any other nation? No, Senator. Have you ever applied for Chinese citizenship? Senator, I serve my nation I'm in asked, Singapore. I, no, I, I did not. Do you have a Singaporean passport? Yes, and I served my military for two, two and a half ha- years in Singapore. Do you have any other? Do you have any other passports from any other nations? No, Senator. Ever been a member of the Chinese Communist Party? Senator, I'm Singaporean. No. Have you ever been associated or affiliated with the Chinese Communist Party? No, Senator. Again, okay. I'm Singaporean. So, are you Chinese or Japanese? I live in California last twenty years, but uh, first come from Laos. Huh? Laos. <laughs> the ocean. The ocean. 
What ocean? We are Laotian, from Laos, stupid. It's a landlocked country in Southeast Asia. It's between Vietnam and Thailand, okay? Population, 4.7 million. So, are you Chinese or Japanese? Oh. Exactly. <laughs> That's hilarious. Exactly what that senator was doing. Come on, man. So, have you ever been, like, when you was in China, what was you doing? I'm not Chinese. But, I'm but, but, Chinese. but, Singapore, but wait, what passport do you have? <laughs> Uh, okay, so even though that's still part of China, right? <laughs> All those different kind of Chineses. Just man. These, these motherfuckers are idiots, man. Uh... And this is all sadly tied into another uh, milestone uh, social media app that we'll we'll get to in a minute. But um, until then, my name is Jared, aka DJ Art, with two T's for a double dose of that tink tink. The D is silent, so it's just Jart. And here's my soundbite. This was originally going to be Pedro's, but it sounded like he had a really nice weekend with the family, so I didn't want to. I didn't want to give this to him anymore. I just decided to take it for myself. This is this is how it always happens. He might have had that happen to his here. Pedro was no. I thought the Pedro at the airport. He sounded very relaxed to be a Negro in the airport. Oh. I'm kind of shocked that Pedro was that relaxed. And Pedro said that there was no irregularities going on. It was a regular two-year-old's birthday party he got to celebrate with his family. He said no hands on the knees, no regular weed, no no kids drinking. Pedro, how, Pedro, how was uh, the start of your Black History Month and your uh, family's uh, celebration of your great-grandchild? This one, Pedro. Child. How, how old are you, Pedro? <laughs> My age. <laughs> Pedro, I feel like Pedro started having kids at, at, at 11 and a half years old. I think Pedro left my house at the plant, at the plant, Mike Tyson punch out, and went and got somebody pregnant. Both like having great grandchildren. Yeah, shout out to Cam Pifun for being a great grand captain. <laughs> man, uh, all right, man, we decided a regular forty-seven-year-old great grand captain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, we get you a Bills on Wheels subscription. We might have to write. We might have to get Pedro a Black History Month feature on being the youngest old nigga to have great grandchildren. <laughs> You know, I, you know, I don't think it was Jonathan the Majors walking that march. I think it was Pedro holding credit Scott King. Man. Yeah, ser seriously, you the, the, the way he procreated, you think so? It is Black History Month, y'all, and uh, who gives a damn? <laughs> <laughs> we play a game on Black History Month. Oh yes, oh uh, please. Are you, are you gonna set up the game on time? Or are we gonna be playing this shit? You are gonna have to do a special day, February 29th, since you get an extra day because of leap year. Hey, I, I don't know. I'm gonna. I'm thinking about. It. I'm considering it. I will make a decision shortly. But um, to all our listeners out there, please be ready for the 2024 High Score 510 Black History Month Jeopardy special. It's uh, it's in the works. So I've already got a couple good good. Um, categories lined up for it i've still gotta you know maybe hammer out two more like ones that i really like and then uh i will have it in a couple weeks so keep an eye out for that and if you couple weeks you, black history month is one week 
<laughs> and if you are if you are interested in knowing what to expect, go back and listen to last year's or the year before is the 2022 and 23 Black History Month Jeopardy specials. Um, we're pretty pretty good, pretty good. There's some good stuff in there. One week as it should be. <laughs> it's technically 12 days, but it takes you know, some black people <laughs> three extra days to realize it's over. Yeah. Well, uh, kind of like slavery. Well, that groundhog, Pastor Tony Phil, is black. <laughs> really black. <laughs> well, uh, Black History Month is always two days late. Uh, it is Black History Month, so really? I. I I really want to know, just like, what are you guys looking forward to to this uh, year, 2024 is Black History Month? The last one, potentially, of Joe Biden as our president. What are you guys looking forward to in this uh, Black this, History Month? This might be the last one of Joe Biden being alive. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> has anybody seen this guy? Oh. <laughs> yeah, what is Anything exciting? Uh, Brandon, I know you got something. There's something going on in North Carolina. Y'all going to be going to some festival. Uh, what, what are you looking forward to for this Black History Month? <laughs> You know, I don't. You know, I don't know, man. I've, uh, there was a big, uh, there's a big shooting yesterday. Oh, uh, everybody, everybody's kind of talking about because it happened downtown, which almost never happens. But uh, I'm looking forward to uh, Trey Songs getting charged with uh, rape and actually going to jail this time. Um, I'm looking forward to R. Kelly releasing a prison uh, recorded album. I'm looking forward to <laughs> looking, looking forward to OJ to doing some draft breakdowns. I'm looking forward to a lot of stuff for Black History Month, man. Okay, yeah, Brandon, this would be a lit Black History Month if all that happens in the span of one week. <laughs> Twelve days if you live in Texas. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, Pedro, what are you looking forward to to this Black History Month? Um, I'm looking forward towards the end. <laughs> Number this Black History celebration. Ah, uh, yeah, twenty twenty four, baby. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I was I, I thought about this. I'm about to get deep in my thoughts. Oh, we had all these wonderful inventors, black inventors. You know, we got a guy that invented the stoplight. We got a guy that uh, made the needle for the record player. I don't know. Uh, is it the same guy? The peanut man ain't the peanut man the one that made the record player. I don't know. Something like that. We had all these. You got the guy who made air conditioning. It was, he was a brother. Dude made the Bronco to help OJ get away. Was a brother. You know that? The designer of the Bronco? Yes. The original Bronco was a brother. The the, the what was it, the second Mustang, I think. No, 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 no. What, what generation? I don't know what generation Mustang it was. The one in the 90s. Mm -hmm. That was a sister. We got a lot of sisters inventing all these hair products, you know, all this stuff. Why the fuck we didn't do that in Africa? <laughs> what? <laughs> to keep the white people out. You know how I many? You know, I, I I think there's an engineer that invented some some uh, missile guidance thing. He was a black dude. What was that in Africa? You bunk bitch, nigga. <laughs> I, I might be mistaken. It was one, some military weapon one of the African Americans invented. You are and something, I'm like, I'm mistaken is the least of it. <laughs> and I'm like, why didn't they invent that when they were in Africa instead of worshiping the monkey? Try again, motherfucker. Invent some shit in Africa that we could have been protected from the white man coming over in slave ships having sex with our woman. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Is it a defense system? You too black to profile another black person. What's wrong? 
fucking mean do I think you're black? Look at me and look at you. Yeah. We are both black people. You are black as fuck. You know that, you know, hey, Jared, you know that what? Yeah. These Africans yeah. visited, um, visited India and China. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Decades before the white folks did, they used to remember the Chinese come out. Hey, man, these, these Africans know how to make meals. We need to give them. We need to give them instead. And it was giving them season instead of giving them a gun gunpowder. We needed the gunpowder. <laughs> Why did okay? we barter for gunpowder? Why we needed the gunpowder? Why did y'all want to just go ahead and get seasoning and stuff for cooking and 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 trading for minerals and rocks and stuff? No, we need the gunpowder. I can't. We could have kept the white <laughs> folks out, but no, we wanted to go worship elephant tusk. Don't say that. Don't put that Ebola finger in my face. No, look, look at your feet. What the fuck is wrong with my feet? You think this shit is a game? Huh? You fucking red bone bitch. Don't ever disrespect my feet like that again. <laughs> okay. Shit. And they got all these great American vendors. I mean, just millions of millions of African Americans. You, everything I like, even even dude that uh uh what's his name? Ed, oh, I forgot his name. But you know, Ed Wilburn. Oh, Leon Coca. Come on, you know you, the way he was acting in the uh, early two thousands, you would have thought he was black. <laughs> it was that late nineties, early two thousands, hanging out with Snoop Dogg. No, but yeah, man. Uh, yeah, we had all these great inventors, man. Just, just do it in Africa. Black men built nothing. No sewer system. No houses above one level. And none of them made out of stone. All of them made out of grass and wood. I don't understand why black people came up with all these bright ideas after white America created a society. The most the black people have ever done, they did it here in America under white people's help. When they were in Africa, they didn't do nothing. Oh, JD, man, and that's wrong. They actually needed our help. But I just don't know why they can come up with none of that in Africa instead of worshiping a damn lion's dick. <laughs> Tell me he didn't just say that. Pedro is starting this black off. Black. Hey, is this gonna is, uh, is, is this gonna be on the test? <laughs> that was um, funny, Brandon. Oh shit. Uh well uh, AG3, what are you looking forward to in this 2024 I, BHM? I just, somebody gotta put a positive spin on it. I'm I'm trying to make it through a couple of Black Arthur's books. Uh this Black History Month one. Wait a couple of who's try again, motherfucker. Uh Black Arthur's man. You know what the fuck I'm talking about, man. Don't be see see here it is, Black History Month. You trying to tear a brother down. Based on my, my vernacular and my tongue. How many Arthurs do you know? Black Arthurs. Hey, life life is life ain't hard when you got your library card, man. Trying to break your brother down, man. Black History Month. This is why we don't get nowhere. This is why we don't get nowhere as a peoples. All right, well, uh, sorry. Can continue here. You're be out there kicking it with all them no teeth having white trash <laughs> meth smokers when he go camping and be having a good time with them. They gonna break a brother down. None of them are Arthur's. <laughs> you can't pronounce the word right. All right, well, all right. All right so you gonna see some uh, some some of your favorite writers' uh, uh, book signings? Oh no, I, mean, I ain't talking no more about it now. <laughs>
Now you got me calling your nigga on Black History Month. Happy Black History Month, nigga. He sounded like a Filipino. No, no. No, uh, they say it much more nicer than I just said it. <laughs> In other news, uh, to kick off Black History Month, it's sad news. Carl Weathers passed away at the age of 76. And uh, he was a great man. I just want to know, what is your lasting memory of Carl Weathers? Or, or what did he mean to you? Or, or yeah, 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 yeah. And um, uh, what was his best role? That was what Brandon asked earlier. So When a nigga died on Rocky IV. <laughs> <laughs> he He was the first black hero boxer to die in a movie. Black History Month. <laughs> he made Dolph Lundgren famous. There is no tomorrow. By dying. He made Bridget Nelson famous. Uh, Jesus. He was the first brother to trick us thinking he's going to make it to the end of a sci-fi movie. <laughs> there is no tomorrow. Oh, shit. Well, uh, hey. Uh, AG3, what is a uh, call? Are uh, you eating? Never mind, never mind. Uh, Brad, you know, Brad. Hey, you know how to come back to me. Don't come back to me and ask me like that. <laughs> I'm actually a Carl Weathers fan. I, I like, I like, he was one of my favorite actors when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. He was great in Action Jackson, man. Pedro, you, you are a great grandfather. When were you a kid? <laughs> 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 He's making babies out of eating grandbabies. <laughs> and as soon as I came out that thing, I was bang, 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 bang. Numbers all in the head. Hey, hey, it's all in. Come on. Work with me now. It's all in the head. Yeah. What is the timeline of you and Carl Weathers? Oh, Carl's Carl Weathers is 30 years older than Pedro, and they are great grandfathers at the same time. It was me and Brian Cox. Google Brian Cox children. <laughs> Looking that up. AG three. What was uh? What was one of your favorite things about Carl Weathers? You said Action Jackson, but yeah, what... I love him in Action Jackson because he got to mess around. He slept with Sharon Stone and Vanity. <laughs> he was breaking barriers. Mm-hmm. He's breaking headboards. Sound like <laughs> that was that was one of my earliest 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 time where I had to cover up with the pillow. <laughs> watching that in my, with my family in the house. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> that, that's my Carl Weathers story. Thank you, Carl Weathers. Action Jackson. Well, yeah, I think his best role was definitely uh, my favorite role for him was Chubbs in uh, in uh, Happy Gilmore because the other good roles he died in um, or lost to mean, Rocky. With he, died, he, died, he died in that one. Yeah, but that one, that one was like, <laughs> yeah. you know. And I think that was kind of I think he did that on purpose too when they um They came back and sang a song on the piano. Yeah. Don't worry about it, you're still in good shape. All you gotta do is just tap it in. Just tap it in. I think that was I think that was Adam Sandler putting in. I think that was a little little uh Easter egg he put in the movie. Mm-hmm. He's always he always dying in the movie. That's hilarious. The boy uh, uh, Carl Weathers has Greek cargo in the Mandalorian. 
Yeah, he, he oh, yeah, that? that's yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, I like I like him in Mandalorian. Yeah, shout out to still alive, man. I don't know what they're gonna yeah. do. Yeah. Shout out to Carl Weathers. RIP. They give it to Lawrence Fishburne. No, they're gonna give it to Del- Delroy. What, what, what's that dude? Uh, you don't like Delroy. hearing? All right, Lindo. I like Delroy Lindo. That was a dive. Oh. All right. Well, uh, in uh, other news, what? 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 Michael Michael Jordan do? Michael B. Jordan has volunteered to speak. Wait, what's the word? Um, what's the word? Um, to uh... give the eulogy. Oh yeah, yeah. Michael B. Jordan has nominated himself to give the eulogy at Carl Weathers' funeral. AG three. What will Michael B. Jordan do? Yeah. Hold on. Did he know Michael? Did he know Michael B. Jordan? I, I would like to say this. <laughs> I felt like my dad died. <laughs> Not just my dad, Apollo Creed, but just the father figure for me. Just the other day, I was trying to convince Rocky, Sylvester Stallone, and Ryan Cooper. <laughs> I was like, that's Creed. We, we can do a scene together in Creed. I was talking to him. I was like, we can do a scene together in Creed, man. And, you know, and we can have Ryan Cooper help direct. And, you know, and, like I'm over there, I'm training in the gym, and then next thing you know, I go to sleep because I'm I've worked out so hard, and you know my chest is like glistening because I'm gonna put oil all over it, you know, and, and wet it, and then, you know, and the next thing you know, I'm I'm back in Wakanda, in the in the fields of our ancestors, and I'm like, hey, Auntie, you seen Papa? And then all of a sudden, Carl Weathers come out, and we there with the other Black Panthers, he wearing his American gloves, and I'm like. This is perfect, Ryan. This is this is what people want to see. This is heaven. This is for the culture. And then, and the next thing you know, the next flashback, we had a part station. And I turned to Carl Weathers and I say, hey man, don't worry about this, Apollo. I'm gonna take this legacy off your hands. I got this. I got this. Cause the hand you lost in Predator, it didn't show up in Billy Madison either or Happy Gilmore, excuse me. They didn't show up in that either. And I said, these movies are connected. It's time we start connecting it because we are connected as a people. I told him, listen, Jonathan Majors was no great man, but you were, so I am a great man. I am a great man. That's so beautiful. I walk with Michelle Obama. I'm gonna take this legacy off your hands. <laughs> That's Pretty wonderful. Rest in peace. Aaron, I had one written. I was I had one written out for you. Uh-huh. Like, oh, he got to do this. Uh, he's got to do this. Uh, <laughs> what would Michael B. Jordan do? <laughs> and I got distracted by this damn airport. Oh man, you watch watching watch all those BBLs all the way. Hey, Brandon, one sat in front of me. <laughs> And she was checking her Instagram. I was having a great time. <laughs> well, uh, thank you for that uh, beautiful WWMBJD eulogy. Uh, let's get to hey. some uh, some uh, sports news. I also like to point out that uh, 
uh, Carl Weathers actually has two sons who might want to do usually for their father. Um, so might need to sit the fuck down. You, <laughs> <laughs> my fictitious daddy that I've never been on set with, but <laughs> your two sons, you know, I, I think you guys might want me to do the eulogy. That's a, that's a very egotistical move by Michael B. Jordan, by the way. That's a job the majors level. <laughs> you know, thing to do. In other news, Elon Musk announced that Neuralink uh, implanted in its first human subject. They declined to comment to any uh, news outlets other than to give that uh, blur pretty much. Um, are you guys excited for the new Neuralink chip coming to a human skull near you? I what? just hope that nobody drives a goddamn car behind me when that shit malfunctioned. <laughs> What's the Neuralink chip supposed to do again? It's a uh, BCI, brain-computer interface. Um, and so essentially what it does is it interfaces and allows, uh, ideally, your b- literal brain neurons to connect to this uh, to this chip, and then it can basically maximize and even regenerate connections. So like they, they think it could be really good for people with brain damage or, or uh, paralyzed people to potentially help them make new connections to eventually make them to where they can get their bodies back into doing something. Is that what you sent me earlier? Is that what that guy was doing, Brandon? I was no, trying to watch it in the airport. No, Brandon said something different. No, that dude was on the <laughs> Apple Quest uh, goggles. Oh. <laughs> okay, yeah, that, I'm trying to that watch that In other yeah, news, pretty- another threat to uh, public safety is these Apple ski goggles that motherfuckers be walking around with. Hey, people walking around with them? Or you're supposed to be sitting in your house using them. As a people, people walk around with them. You can't. No, no, no. People are driving. You can't, want to show off that they pay five thousand dollars for the damn you thing. You can't keep stupid in the house, okay? Like stupid <laughs> wants to go outside. <laughs> yeah. Why the hell are people walking? There ain't nothing you can do. It doesn't record oh, what you're looking Jesus. at. Oh God. <laughs> I don't want to get outside. <laughs> you can't keep, you can't contain stupid still. Only so long. You was farting in bathtubs, <laughs> laughing your ass off. Well, hey, so that chip is, does it work at uh, 100% as advertised or does it work at 72% as Elon Musk advertised? <laughs> yeah. There's Bro, not a lot of details on it other than the fact that they said that they had, uh, you know, implanted their first chip in the person and they were healing up uh, um, well. So that's the that's that's the knowledge of it. Now, what they've claimed it can do is kill a lot of monkeys, um, but also it can uh, help, you know, uh, regenerate uh, brain connectivity uh, and brain signals. Um, so, yeah, that's that's what they're hoping. Yeah, man, they, they're going to start going down the list. The first thing they have these big grand schemes like, oh, we can help people who can't walk. And people don't really care about that. Oh, we're going to help people who can't see. People don't really care about that. Once they start saying, actually, with this brain thing can help you lose weight. <laughs> that's when people are going to pay attention. <laughs> people mm-hmm. like, oh, it can control your insulin. That's when people are going to pay attention. Yeah. And they're going to sell it to okay, some hey, It can make your dick hard. It will tell the cells in your dick to grow. <laughs> then people pay attention. Without you having to raise your blood pressure. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, so if it does that, I could see this thing taking off. <laughs> taking off. <laughs> Sound like hotcakes. <laughs> it's gonna be hey, uh, you're gonna see Neuralink sponsored by Hims. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna start no, it's gonna be crazy when you start seeing counterfeit now. Yeah. Um well uh yeah, so hopefully this person doesn't die like all the monkeys that died in the in the trials, but um We'll see. And you guys, uh, not much is known about this person. So we'll see as, as time, you know, oh, I'm sure there are plenty of NDAs, but as time and and waivers <laughs> probably signed. <laughs> also probably avoid litigation for whatever yeah. country they did this. I don't person. believe that they put in the house. Um, did they have a count on how many monkeys died from the testing? Uh, Brandon, can you look that up real quick? Um, one thing that that there is there is frustration about the lack of detailed information about this about this trial. It's now a trial because um, there's been no confirmation that the trial has begun, um, other than must tweet. The main source of public information on it, though, uh, um, the main source of public information on the trial is a study brochure, brochure inviting people to participate in it, but doesn't say much else beyond that. And the trial is not registered with clinicaltrials.gov, which is usually like an online database that keeps track of different trials that are, you know, using types of subjects, especially human subjects for safeguards and and just proper uh, logging. So it's not, they haven't, they have not registered with that. So, so it, no, no monkey, no, no monkeys have officially died. The monkeys they chose had pre-existing conditions, which made the carriers, <laughs> <laughs> which they may have died anyway. So they're not completely attributing it to Neuralink. Shout oh. out to those lawyers making that money. So, so what they did, same thing they do when they test on Negroes. Happy <laughs> Black History Month. <laughs> you know, all Negroes did, we got shot in the back, had uh, uh, pre that preconditioned. This magic moment. Yeah, that was just like all the ones that was part of the Tuskegee experiment. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, they already had their pre diabetes. So they were going to die anyways. Yeah. The black history yeah yeah you know it's it's crazy um so, wait, so how many how many died though brandon uh so let's say they didn't give a number of how many died uh, they they keep it under wraps but how many had pre-existing conditions oh no that's how they that's how they that's how they selected them. like they had to have pre-existing conditions yeah that's what i'm saying but how many of them all right, all right then how many because they all they all did they all died yeah, guys. So, uh, shout out to Neuralink, and uh, shout out to the the Apple. Wait, what is it called, Brandon? The Apple goggles. Oh, Apple, Apple Vision. Apple Vision Pro. Apple Vision Pro goggles. Um, those are this is just, you know, just doing great for society. You know, things are just. Dreary. So what they do? Pick all the monkeys on blood pressure medicine. <laughs> <laughs> well, the right. half of them had the salt. The other half had the sugar. That's what yeah. they did. Well, uh, in uh, other news, it is time for our Super Bowl update. This Usher halftime show is going to be hella wild. Super Bowl update. Um, and the the question that everyone is pondering uh, in this Super Bowl, and it's going to be a you know a great bet, a lot of betting on it, is uh, will Travis Kelsey propose? 
Man, now if you got some damn sense. Let the games begin. I could smell the Taylor Swift Super Bowl props in the divisional round. It all made too much sense. Hell, she's already brought in $331 million for the NFL. Why not bring in the gamblers? Call up Vegas. How much more money can this lady make us? And coming in at number one, probably of many, will Travis Kelsey propose to Taylor Swift? Proposal must be on the field after the game. Are you shitting me? And look at the odds. Yes is only plus 190. You're telling me no is only minus 250. I thought no would be minus 12,000. This, this leads me to think there is actually a possibility. And by the transit of property, Chiefs also have to win the game. But for a second, let's just take a step back. Yeah. So what do you guys think? Will Travis Kelsey propose to Taylor Swift? You know what? I hope to, uh, I hope I'll be the, I will be watching because I will turn the TV off since the game's over. <laughs> so I probably won't see it. Would you take yes at plus one ninety right now, though, guys? That's the that's the that's the real brewing question. <laughs> well, main question is why. Just why? <laughs> All things you got going on. Why propose after the Super Bowl? I don't know. That would be that would be a little too fairy tellish. I don't know if they are the type that would do that. But at the same time, think of the ratings. They might even be able to get their own reality show spinoff, like Marcus Jordan and uh, Larsa Pippen. They are they are on different tax brackets. <laughs> Taylor Swift made a hundred million dollars last year. You think she needs a television show? Oh, <laughs> Here you go, Travis. You can put this in your, in your little retirement fund. Uh, didn't Travis Kelsey do a dating reality show uh, when he, he was like in did. his first second yeah. year? He did it for attention, though, not for money, Derek. Is he doing this for attention? No, he, he did it way past his second year in the league. It was like, he, no, he did it so he can be a part of Black History Month with his fade. <laughs> I guess my my next question though is, uh, do you guys think that Travis Kelsey will have the opportunity to propose? Because I need to know your picks for the Super Bowl. Because obviously, <laughs> if they lose, he's probably not going to be proposing on the field. He's going to be walking off the field, getting off there, so the Niners accelerate. But if they win, is she up on that stage with them? Okay, or wherever, don't matter. You know, say, will he have a chance to even do that? Well, he's pros right now. I need to know. Who y'all got in this Super Bowl? Oh, bang, bang, not again. Bang, bang, not again. And what's the score? What's the score? What's the score you got? What's the score? What's the score? Uh, I'm going to say it's going to be 31-24. Okay, okay. Aaron, Aaron, what's, a, what's your prediction for the Super Bowl? One defense touchdown for example. I got Chiefs over Niners. What's the score you calling? Oh, this is hard. Uh, 35 3517. 3517. Okay. And, and Pedro, who you got in this? Uh okay. I have the Chiefs winning this game 21 to 14. Mm, well, you think it's gonna be a low scoring game, huh? You you think Brock Purdy is gonna let Patrick Mahomes win by seven? You got knock him. You don't have to knock Brock Purdy out to get him out of this play. Uh, sadly, I'm I'm on Team Brandon right now. I got this this too much in the in the way of Niners having um, 
having a momentum from almost no. being beaten. I think that they're, this is like, we're a team of destiny and they're going to show up and it's going to end up being 31-27. No. I no, think, no, no. I think the, uh, I think Patrick Mahomes is going to have a chance at the end of the game, but he's got to get a touchdown and, and, uh, Randy Gregory going to make a game saving tackle to end the game. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Kansas City's not Detroit. They're not going to drop interceptions. They're going to drop the passes thrown by Patty Mahomes. <laughs> He's going to have a short. They're going to have a short. <laughs> it's like yeah. his receiver is going to drop the ball, not the DBs. Yeah, but they three, haven't been scoring up in the playoffs. Yeah, three defensive backs playing wide receiver for Kansas City. Yeah. Um, all right, so then I just want to know, what is your X factor or the thing that's going to play out that's, that's going to be that pivotal thing that is the difference for the team that you chose? My X factor is Patrick Mahomes. I think it's time we just give him credit, give him due, man. Give him the due they need. Maybe, you know, like to me, I think he is that person. I think he's the, to me, he's about to, after this game, he'll submit himself in as the second greatest quarterback and probably the greatest one we ever seen. I mean, Brady's the ultimate accomplisher, but he'll be right there behind. But that's the only person to be in front of him. Mm-hmm. What about Troy Aikman, though? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Troy, man. Never, and, no one's got more, and, out of, more and, out of less. See, Aaron be trying to kill my. See, Aaron try to kill my my heroes, my football heroes. Being like, no, nah, look at that weak niggas stats, and I was dude, like, why you gotta do that dude. to me? <laughs> I just keep it real. That's all I do is keep it okay. real. I like Troy, but here's the thing: you gotta understand, Jerry. I like Troy because he played for UCLA. Which I was a fan of growing up, and I was a fan of Troy Aikman. My dad didn't like him, but I liked him, and I liked the Cowboys because they beat the Niners. But the, the truth is, he just he didn't have no numbers, man. He was a great leader on that team. I don't know Jimmy Johnson was the leader, man. Well, yeah, McGurvin <laughs> was more like the passionate one, also the leader when it came to all the scandalous stuff off the field. But yeah, I wasn't trying to dash your hopes. I was just being honest, Brandon. You're a strong Niners yeah. proponent. What what is the difference Shout in the game that out. we're gonna see play out? Uh, the, the difference is I think uh the defensive line is deeper than anything Kansas City has played against so far. They played Buffalo, didn't have a great defensive line, they played Miami. You talking about Chase Young who ain't done shit, Brandon? Hey, can I tell my story? Can I tell my story? Can I tell you can I tell my story? Chase Young ain't gonna do shit. But Chase Young play a lot of plays, Brandon. No, here's the here's the Chase Young is not um, I saw Chase Young get blown off Chase, by a wide receiver for Green Bay. And and he has to make amends for that. He's trying to get a contract this game. That's what he's working for. He's working for a contract. Well, he better game. call up Larry Brown and ask him what the fuck he's And doing. I think I think the Niners front seven is better than anybody else front seven. The the X factor is gonna be better than anybody yeah. front seven? Anybody that's both teams, the, the front seven the Kansas City's gonna play right now is better than the front seven that Baltimore decided to put out there last week. I'm gonna right. put that one. You know what it is, man. I think we got a role reversal from the last time they were both were in the Super Bowl. Last time we were both in the Super Bowl, the 49ers, 49ers had all that defense and had like a couple weapons on offense, but not a great quarterback. Now it's a role reversal. Now they they got those same weapons. And they added more. They added more. They're stronger offensively than they were last time, but they're weaker defensively than they were last time. They're very weak defensive. I mean, 49ers already started playing the games early. Started, you heard Nick Bosa all over, all over TV, radio, talking about how much the Chiefs hold and this and now they hold, they hold. They're starting the games early. I don't like that part of the game, right? Don't don't start pre, trying to get pre-calls before the game start, right? But they're doing what the, what, what I guess it takes, but 
in a role reversal, now the Kansas City defense is good, right? Kansas City defense wasn't as good when they played the Niners last time. Now the Chiefs were second in total yards and second in total points. Only thing they didn't they didn't get a lot of turnovers, but they were second in all both categories. A lot of people are downplaying how good the Chiefs defense was this year. Now, unlike the Niners of that when they played last time, where the Niners didn't have a good quarterback that Jimmy uh, Crapolo back there, the Chiefs have Patrick Mahomes. Yes, they got some shitty wide receivers. They got Rasheed Rice. They got Travis Kelsey, but they got enough, and they still got Patrick Mahomes, which is and much they got Kadarius Tony. We'll see if he playing. Uh, <laughs> he might be in the full body cast, but uh, they got they got they got Rasheed Rice. They got Mahomes. They got Isaiah Pacheco. The running game is stronger than it was when they played last time. So you know, I just think it's they would be foolish to downsell them. I mean, it could go either way. I'm not gonna act like a fool. It could go either way, but it's hard. It's hard to bet against Pat, Patrick Mahomes, man. I mean, his the last game that he really played bad in the playoffs was the one that he lost to Cincinnati against the Bengals, in which he threw how many interceptions. Remember, he had that horrible second half. And do you know how many interceptions he thrown since that game? Mm-hmm. Zero in the playoffs. He has zero interceptions in the playoffs since that game. So I don't know. It's just hard for me. I mean, <laughs> No, I think no, but it's think, but think but think about the interception. It's sort of fluky, right? Because a lot of, sometimes interceptions happen because a wide receiver hits hits stone hands. Oh no, that's what happened to the, to the yeah, but <laughs> but the fact he's thrown zero, I mean, it's still we're not giving up credit. You know, I feel I feel like he's the closest we got to Brady right now. We always whenever Brady played in the game, especially the playoffs, we gave Brady the benefit of doubt, no matter how weak the team was or even when he was on that. Seven win Tampa Bay team last year in the playoffs. We gave Brady the benefit of the doubt against the Cowboys. It was like, I was like, dude, they're about to get the breaks in. And Brady played awful all year. We still, man, I don't know. Tom Brady, a lot of fools pick. Tom Brady still go to the NFC title game with that horrible. It's possible, man. But no, I think the Niners, I think the Niners, the only thing thing that that makes me nervous about the Niners is their defense coordinator who seems to, uh, Seems to not very to not to adjust very well sometimes coming out of half. Time. No, he doesn't adjust well, <laughs> and they don't have pieces. They don't have the pieces they used to. They don't have the pieces. The DBs. I mean, they have Fred Warner there. He's still doing his late hits as usual, acting like he's doing a lot. You know, uh, hitting so hard after they already going to the ground. They have what's the other uh, linebacker who keep getting late hit calls on them, but they ain't got suspended. They still got them, Greenwood. Greenwood's good. Secondary is pretty sauce. They overreached and gave that uh, dude, that Samoan dude from USC, All Pro last year, which I I didn't think he was All Pro. He made a couple. Is he injured? Like, I haven't seen him. I think he's been injured. He's injured now, but he played like shit earlier. Year. Fools were asking for him to get traded, Jerry. He wasn't doing nothing, dude. I just think that with what they have now, the Niners have the scheme of Kyle Shanahan and better pieces to run the scheme at a high level. And it's really hard to stop the Niners consistently. Now, if your defense is slowing down the Niners and getting them out of rhythm, which I've seen happen, and you have a stone cold quarterback that can sit back there and just, you know, just be completely under control and just pick a team apart and just, you know, just keep scoring, gets on a roll, then like, yeah, that, that's how you have to beat the Niners. You have to stifle their offense and you have to be able to consistently move. And they're going to bring pressure. They're going to play physical on defense. So like they can kind of wear on you. And at times, even if you get some early success against them, like they have, they've also shown ways of like kind of slowing you down as the game wears on. So um, I think that that's something just to all that together. 
it's just it's too much that says it's the Niners year and I, I really don't want to believe it I, I wouldn't bet against Patrick Mahomes but I also like I'm like man I just gotta I gotta prepare myself for the worst so prepare myself for the worst prepare yourself for the worst I ain't betting against Patrick Mahomes you prepare yourself for the worst I'm telling you this as many games I've seen this dude play that Buffalo game the bigger moments he show up it seemed like the closer the game the better he plays I ain't betting against yeah, well, I see some uh, mediocre receiving play, you know, killing drives for uh, for KC. I mean, that was, that was supposed to be the knock going in the playoffs. It was supposed to be the knock along with, oh, man, he ain't never won on the road. Now he got to go on the road. He go into Buffalo, do the thing. Go I mean, it was, it was Buffalo. They were not going into the playoffs, but they, they were not. Going to Baltimore. They were not going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> do the thing right. against Baltimore. Well, Buffalo was hot. Buffalo was hot. And Buffalo was, was hot, but they were a flawed team. That was their and issue. It, it, every team is flawed. No, no, but there's teams that have like you know like core fundamental flaws that like haven't been answered or have been you know created because of injury, um, or just yeah the the culture is. What was is, this excuse for Kansas City beating Baltimore? Beating Baltimore, I think. Um, I think. Uh, what's I don't name? think Baltimore could have beat the Niners. No, no, I, I think, think I think Baltimore. Baltimore. What happened with Baltimore was. Well, you don't think Baltimore could have beat the Niners after? I mean. I mean, I think Baltimore could beat the Niners again. But yeah, I think, is, I think Baltimore. I think Baltimore. Had to I think the weather back. played a factor. I think the weather played a factor because the second half. Hey, was, at home. No, no, but I'm saying the weather played a factor because even Patty Mahomes was like they, the second half. They were like being safe and just like we're gonna play with this league because you know why they're being safe if they realize this team ain't scoring on us. Well, they should have if they hadn't fumbled it into the end zone. That that should have been they, touchdown. That was that was. It's gonna be hard for this team to score. We're not gonna turn it over. We, no, no, we, I get that. I get that. But I'm saying they also like it wasn't like they were like because against the lesser team, they would have just kept moving the ball and Baltimore's defense locked down that second half too. It was it was a little bit of both. But also, mm-hmm. I just think, yeah, Baltimore hit a team that had better experience and they had uh Patrick Mahomes at quarterback, but they just had better experience as a whole team that has been to late playoff runs or Super Bowls, and you have mm-hmm. that's a culture of this team. So that is the one edge that I give this Chiefs team because they've been to numerous Super Bowls between the time they last met. But at the same time, like the Niners are a vet team. They have the most talent they've had across the board. You know what I'm saying? They still have a talented defense. They still have a, a really talented offense. So you tell the uh, team that won a Super Bowl last year that you're giving them credit for having a Super Bowl run last year and mm-hmm. even a Super Bowl since the, that they lost before that. You giving a Niner as the vet team? Because I've seen, I've seen how it could fall apart they, quickly. They got like a quarterback that ain't played in the Super Bowl, they got a lot of pieces. They ain't what, been what, there. What's the way you stop Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl? Uh, hope the offensive line all get hurt and sick and pray. Yeah, so like if there's like if the if the O line and and his O line's relatively healthy. I know Tooney is all pro. He was questionable. I don't know if he's is he playing. Hey man, they they, 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 they they have an automatic they get at least four but, holding calls on but, Chiefs right tackle. But the at way yeah, four. but the way but the way <laughs> it fell apart for them against Tampa Bay was their their tackles were injured and basically the ends were just getting like way too easy releases at Patrick Mahomes. And he couldn't like he, they couldn't do anything that game. That was a terrible game. He played their back. Offense, the offense their offense was relied on more down the hill back then, down downfield back then. Now yeah. he but, gets rid of the ball sooner and yeah. faster. So, so like, but but I'm saying is that like they have the ends to get good pressure on him, and if one of them finds a mismatch and they're just like one of those dudes is just eating, especially like Nick Bosa is not not a chump. So like he's gonna win some, and maybe he f- figures out, oh, I got this guy. He's 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 
He's done. I, I'm you, a, you ain't given the experience of the air, uh, even the I am just worried that I've seen. I've you said seen I'm just Just don't be worried. Okay, if Patrick Mahomes win this, I want you to stop down. That's all I ask you. I want you to start down. It's not we down Patrick Rose. You keep making this about Patrick Rose. It's everybody else. <laughs> it's everybody else. I, I'm just telling you, if he went it, ain't no doubt. Everybody, it's everybody. There's a lot it's, of times Brady went in here. It's everybody else there. It, it is. It's their secondary against McCaffrey and Ayuk and, and Kittle. Like it's, You're not it's, giving uh, the Kansas City defense no credit, man. Steve, no, no, no. You're not no, giving no. the D coordinator credit. One hit. Number two defense in the league this year. But what one hit wonder though? Like you could be the two defense still get scored on. And guess what? They number two defense. Guess what? They played the Raiders twice. They played Denver twice. <laughs> they played San Diego twice. Like that's 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 the kind of, that's the that's the division they were in to like to accumulate those stats. Like to be like, all right, cool. They got them two defense. Also like, you know, it's all about. Also about the season. They play it's also about who you play. The they played an NFL schedule. Yeah, Pedro, are you there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pedro, how do you see it playing out? Uh, well, look, if 49ers run the ball and keep to the run, they can win the game. But I I don't trust that. I, I think they're going to try to do some of those those uh, play action, bootlegs, whatever, and he's going to get Brock Purdy. You know, there's going to be a couple of plays where he wants to, he, he wants to let Brock Purdy shine. And if he gets trapped into that, he, he's not going to make the right decisions. He's not going to make the right decisions. He's going to throw an interception against that defense. They have the they have the one of what the top two corners in the league. We got one corner that only gave up one touchdown, and that was in the playoffs. So yeah, and then they, a competent they quarterback. Got, so. You got an all pro corner. Yeah, and they, but don't worry, Jared and Brandon think this defense. Sucks. Hey, if Chris Jones has a has a dominant Chris Jones game and doesn't get you know you know doesn't get shut down, if he's able to. Do what I expect Chris Jones to do. He's one of the reasons why I would give KC a big chance to win is that he's getting that in- interior pressure on Brock Purdy and making him have to, you know, move, move, uh, move his feet. Um, and because he's not, he's not the tallest quarterback either. So like that's that is another challenge. That's why I think Brock Purdy is the Romo of the uh, of the Niners. But at the same time, he's gotten to the Super Bowl. Romo never got to the Super Bowl. So. Anyways, yeah, man. All right, all right. I'm gonna throw, throw out some stats here for this year. Uh, sacks, Kansas City, 57 sacks. San Francisco, 48 sacks. Interceptions, KC has eight interceptions. San Francisco, 22 interceptions. Fumbles. They don't get turnovers. I said they don't get turnovers. Fumbles recovered, nine for KC, six for San Francisco. Fumbles forced, 14 for KC, 10 for San Francisco. Defensive touchdowns, two for KC, one for San Francisco. Safeties, San Francisco has one. Um, I'm just saying, man, it's like their defense are, 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 they were number two in yards and number two in points allowed. They weren't, they weren't, they weren't a turnover team. Sometimes turnovers can be fluky. Look, Dallas Cowboys destroyed turnovers, but they gave up a lot of yards and some but points. I'm saying, let's see, I got the wrong stats here. Yeah, I look up the biggest, uh, uh, the most expensive Mexican pizza in the country. <laughs> So, you know, it's crazy. Okay. So that game where, you know how the players wear those heart rate monitors now, that Buffalo game, right? Craziest thing is they kept showing his heart rate. His heart rate never, his heart rate never went up when this team had the ball. It kept going up when they didn't have the ball. 
his heart rate. So his heart rate always went up when Buffalo had the ball. When he, remember that game where they scored in all those like 13 seconds, whatever the hell it was? Find mm. online, I got the stats. His heart rate went up every time Buffalo had the ball. When the ball was in his hands, he was cool as a feather. Sounds like he's nervous about his defense. Uh, sound like he just, <laughs> he just wasn't in control of the game. But when the ball in his hand, he fine. If, if he beat the Niners, Jerry, you should be putting a frame of Patrick Mahomes jersey in your house. <laughs> I might. I might just have to. He might become our uh, Black History Month glass, uh, icon. Get a glass case for the 49ers ring that could have been. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you guys think that his father getting arrested for a DWI will cause any impact in his play? That motherfucker, man, he, he can be out of jail by he already probably already out of jail, man. <laughs> he gonna be at that game drinking. Vegas, baby. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna be very, very drunk out there. Oh, they oh. love drunk out there. He probably be oh, drinking. By the way, show the game drinking and driving. That that's the other reason I couldn't get back home in time. Uh, Patrick Mahomes' daddy, but drove into the uh, airplane or something. Yeah, oh, the Super Bowl being a- <laughs> the the damn planes was on the tarmac at the same time. Everybody was delayed. The San Francisco 49er plane, um, Air Force One, and uh, Air Force One and the Chiefs. Yeah, I got a picture of it. I'll send. I'm about to send it to the group. I mean, you got a fake ass Air Force One out there. Your first Air Force One. Yeah, man. What was it, Meghan Markle on that plane? Might be the vice president. Ooh, VB. I was looking at Air Force Three, <laughs> Um, in uh, in other news, the Las Vegas Raiders were set to sign Cliff Kingsbury to be their offensive coordinator and help take that team to the next level. Until he wasn't, and instead is signing with the Washington Commanders and joining Dan Quinn, the former DC of the Dallas Cowboys, uh, as the new regime in washington what do you guys think about that is this was this a addition through subtraction for the raiders or a subtraction that will be that will be felt addition through subtraction <laughs> whatever math you got to use to show that goddamn you did the <laughs> bullet <laughs> why do you well, say that coach. Now, look, look. i love cliff kingsbury when he was playing was a player at texas tech and i was playing nc2a uh, football, I believe it was on PlayStation Two, and he was the quarterback. They all every year it was hard to. It was him or Sonny, whatever. They always had these weak arm guys that, for some reason, they throwing the accuracy would be high, but they could they couldn't go downfield. Uh, Texas Tech quarterbacks, and so, but they were supposed to be like play recognition, really hella good and stuff like that. And so they're supposed to be this genius and Cliff Kingsbury. The best thing that happened to Cleves Kingsbury was that he was coaching Mahomes and still lost with him, right? <laughs> Dude can't coach anywhere he go. Went to USC, sucked there. Went to everywhere he gone, he has lost. Let, the Raiders dodged a bullet with that one. Dodged a bullet. And the crazy thing is they hired uh, – who did the Raiders hire instead? Is the uh, coordinator from the Bears. Yeah, uh, Getsy. <laughs> I still got him ranked higher than Kings for clean Oh, I don't know, dude. I'm like, are you, what, I, and in other news, yes, the Raiders decided. Brandon, what's the dude's name? Yeah, Luke Getzey. Yeah, <laughs> better than Clint Kingsbury. Luke Getzey, who led the Bears to one of the most prolific non-throwing offenses we've seen in some time. <laughs> All right, yeah. Uh, let's get to Cutty Corner shout outs. Let's do yeah. it. 
Carico and Shadows. 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 Is the segment we end the show on where everyone gets a chance to rant, complain, or highlight something positive in the world. Cutty corner shout outs, cutty corner shout outs. It's time. It's, it's time. We're burning now. God, if you listen, help. So cold and bleeding now, now, now. I'm in for this, man. Gonna let you down. He had sex with my mama. We're broken people now. <laughs> Hey, so my question, I forget where that Chappelle uh, soundbite comes from. He's like, he had sex with my mama. Because I was like, are you talking about your father? Are you talking about hey, <laughs> Half Baked, the movie Half Baked. He searched books okay. a lot. Okay. Uh, uh, but no. uh, Brandon, you have a Cutty Corner shout out. Are no. you ready? Yeah. Yeah, man, my credit card shout goes out to tech companies with all these fucking layoffs. Uh, Google, Apple, uh, Twitch, all these places laid off thousands of people at a time. And these companies are still profitable. They still have billions of dollars in reserves. They got billions of dollars coming in. Guess what? They print money today. <laughs> they still lay motherfuckers off. What happened to the idea of just retraining people to do something else? Like, you work at this huge-ass company... And I'm a coder. All of a sudden, say Google says we're not going to do Google Glass no more. Guess what? We're going to lay off 25,000 people. We're going to start a new project on this AI stuff. We need some coders. We're going to put out job posts about coders over here. Instead of retraining the people who are doing this stuff over here that we let go of six months ago, it don't make no sense to me. Why? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense why they lay off people and then rehire them to their new projects or whatever. Because the company's not getting smaller. They're not getting leaner with the amount of people they they employ. But they sort of just shift things around in a way where they just keep hiring for the same positions and keep hiring for the same position using the same talent, right? There's people who work for Google, Facebook, <laughs> Twitter, Lyft. Like, they all sort of, like, homogenous in the way that they work. It's like, oh, I work in tech. Like, oh, wherever you work, you look at people's, like, LinkedIn profiles. And they worked for, like, almost all of them at some point. Either they worked for a contract basis or they got laid off. It's a big layoff thing or whatever. Um, and I'm just, like, I don't get the disconnect for why they don't just try to retrain people or at least try to retain retain talent because for the most part like these people haven't done anything wrong you just had a bad idea we either your your metaverse thing <laughs> you hired all these people to do handle metaverse stuff metaverse doesn't take off and now you're like oh hey my bad guys you know that you know, you know that mortgage that you just took out because you had a job at facebook you're not gonna be able to afford that no more <laughs> good luck finding another job with other 20,000 people we also laid off today who are also all going to be on Indeed today <laughs> updating their resume apply for the same jobs you're going to be applying for. Anyway, it's dumb. Uh, this is my second week in a row talking about tech companies, but it's I think it's well-deserved. It's, um, uh, it's a big money maker there, huh? Yeah, man. Big money pit, huh? It's a, it's, no, it's not a money pit. It's not, that's the thing. It's not a money pit. It's 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 more like it's more like uh who's the dad on 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 Ducktales that dude he's got a vault full of fucking money yeah he's got a vault full of fucking money and takes out five dollar bills each day like oh hey hey guys who's the five dollars I owe you <laughs> and everybody knows you got a fucking vault of money back there like why are you laying me off like I, I make I make eighty thousand dollars this year the company made <laughs> took in thirty two billion dollars I think you could float me for a couple months while you train me for a new job I think you can. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but they don't, and it's stupid, and I don't like it. Yeah, and that nigga owe me five dollars. Hey, G three, do you have a cutty corner shout out? I do. Mine's go. Mine's go out to the one person who, as me and me and my boy Geechee used to talk about, a friend of ours that could 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 uh could dance underwater and not get wet, right? Can ice skate uphill. Let's go out to the one person in sports who seems to just can do all of that. The guy just seems to keep falling up. He's the only person I know that can slip on the stairwell and somehow follow up and just fall up. He don't fall down. He fall up. And this goes out to Doc Glenn Rivers. Glenn Doc. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you for doing this. I, I don't understand how this man keep getting jobs. The man had a losing record in Orlando. He won coach of the year only once in his career. And it was in Orlando. Hold on. I was looking this shit up. Hold on. He won coach of the year in 2000. Do you know what Orlando record was that year he won coach of the year? I got it right here. 41 and 41. Now I figure maybe you're like, okay, took over a team. They thought it was going to be as bad as Detroit Pistons. That's why. The team was expected to win 43 games that year. Right. The year before, under Chuck Daly, they won 33. So it wasn't like that big of a jump, right? It wasn't that. They didn't make the playoff. The guy was 41. If Maybe they made the playoffs. I don't know. I don't think they made the playoffs. 41 and 41. And 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 had the nerves to win coach of the year. Coach of the year that year. And here's another problem with Doc Rivers. He gets more out of that one title they won with the Celtics did. I mean, they all get a lot out of that title they won, but nobody gets as much as 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 your boy Glenn Rivers. The dude, how does he get fired from jobs and gets hired before the season even start the next season? I don't understand this. Does he have pictures of every owner in the NBA? Does he have video? Was is his secret love child B. Stagliano? And he got more information than anybody else that we all don't know. He tell her to switch visors and move to a new city so he can get a new job. How does Doc Rivers continue to do this? He can't coach. He has lost more games six and seven than any coach in history. Any coach in history. And that's a lot for a guy that didn't have to coach that long. I can't believe Giannis believed that this guy was going to help him win a title. <laughs> that you know what the odds I should have went out and bet as soon as they as soon as the rumors out there gonna hire Doc Rivers I should have went out and bet I should have went out and bet that put money down Dix or this, or anybody else making the finals in the East and would have made me some money because that just hurt Milwaukee I thought Milwaukee could be a dark horse until they hired Doc Rivers and then I found out to, I was listening to Gilbert Arena's podcast Gilbert Arena used the great LA slang. Dirty Mac. He said Doc Rivers. Uh, he was talking to Shannon Sharp. It was on Shannon's podcast. And Gilbert Arena said Doc, Doc Rivers dirty Mac this way into that job that he was <laughs> consulted from Milwaukee and also supposed to be like a mentor for Adrian Griffin and somehow dirty Mac this way into a job. I am not surprised. There's no wonder he kept his son Austin Rivers in the league so long. There is no tomorrow. Pedro. Do you have a Cutty Corner shout-out? Yeah. It goes out to... I want to give it to my daughter for booking my trip this weekend. That was some ghetto-ass shit. <laughs> okay. She booked, soul she out there. This ain't like me. I don't use go this quick. Yeah, but, oh, I'm going after 
Hey man, this trip gonna be cheap, man. Hey, check this out. Y'all both fly, man. Less than a hundred bucks round trip. Me and my wife didn't sit together on a plane. Okay. <laughs> we had did two different seats, both times far away. Uh, all kind of ghetto shit had happened at the airport. I thought these chicks were uh just arguing for fun. Sitting, we were sitting down waiting for the plane. I thought the chicks was arguing for fun. No, they was arguing over a nigga. And I thought they was taking a connected flight to Dallas, right? Some nigga bitches, right? So I'm like, Come okay, cool. <laughs> Tell me he didn't just say that. I'm like, okay, they going to Fort Worth. I ain't got to worry about this. Nope. They was coming to Phoenix. <laughs> And they had Phoenix t-shirts on. I was like, oh no, we done, we gonna migrate some niggas. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ, help me. Okay. That was part one. Part two, <laughs> Frontier. Frontier <laughs> did not update our flight until we got they knew Sacramento, they knew it was raining in Sacramento, right? We got to the airport and everything, everything said on time. Nigga, we got to the airport, turning the rental car. By the way, Minicar's next. Y'all know it's delayed. It's delayed. But, you know, I was going to blame black folks for things, you know, being trying to be cheap and everything. Also, watch. And this is, this is going to tie into the rental car. Um, white folks. Just just trying to travel to get to Vegas any way they can will do some scandalous shit. So we all guilty of this. White folks, Filipinos, Mexicans. Hey, stop this cheap shit I used to do a long time ago. Stop it. Man, there were so many couples on that plane sitting separate. So I guess that's where Crystal got it from. I was like, what the hell? I was like, hey, can I sit next to my husband? You think, can you train with me? Because I'm going to sit next to my husband. I'm like. It's an open bartering like, environment. So I'm looking, I'm like, oh. Then the other couples tried to do the same thing. Get to rent a car counter. I was like, okay. My daughter tried to save $2. On a rental car, so she can rent offsite. I think I think I want to say Avis Enterprise, and there was another company. I don't like I don't remember from Alamo. Alamo we tried to trick me one time, so I'm not doing Alamo no more. <laughs> okay, but it was like Avis. Avis was like eighty bucks uh, for the weekend, and and I think Enterprise was like seventy nine bucks. Crystal just saved two dollars at us. And have y'all ever heard of this place, Easy Rental? Easy rent. <laughs> Nigga, they had a trailer on the side of Fox rent a car. They had a trailer on the side of the other low budget rent a car place. A trailer. The <laughs> cars they bought off the lot. They didn't get them off the fleet sale. They bought them off the lot. They, I, 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 whoever these investors, whoever these investors are, got money because they were brand new cars. I had a brand new car, a brand new can, uh, Corolla. With 8,000 miles on it. It had so many scratch marks on it. <laughs> I thought I was driving a 1987 Cutlass driving down the hood in the alley. It had more scratch marks than the law allowed. It had 8,000 miles. I was like, what did y'all do to this car? 
didn't have any dents in that, but it had a whole bunch of scratches. I'm like, man, this is whatever. So they had the nerve. Everybody had a different experience, too. So when I go up in there, two couples left. One couple said, it's like, oh, yeah, we'll rent you the car for $150. I mean, I was rent you the car for the price. It's, yeah, we'll be fair on the price. Okay, but you can only take it 150 miles, and every uh, mile over there is 50 cents a mile. <laughs> it's like, I, the dude was like, I booked this. I, I put, put it online. I booked this to go to Utah. I said I was going to Utah. It's like, well, it's, it's 50 cents a mile once you go past, uh, you know, whatever. He walked out. <laughs> so I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, that's a white dude that got pissed off mad. It's the Filipino couple, <laughs> nice couple. It was like, did the same thing. It was like, yeah, we went to rent a car or whatever. Um, where y'all going? It's like, uh, oh, I was just visiting a couple of friends or whatever. whatever. Well, y'all, um, you know, you can only go 150 miles. It's like, what? We put the car with is he doing all this and built the car? Is he telling us when we get here? They walked out. This white dude books a car, whatever. He's got the free miles, but they didn't tell him about the $10 insurance. He went the F off over $10. Got him and his fine white-ass girlfriend up on out of there. Just walked out. So when I get up there, I have a different experience. I'm like, okay, no, oh, you booked through pipeline, you cool. That's what she, that's what she booked it. I didn't book any of this, by the way. I didn't do any of this. So she, uh, when I get up at the counter, it was like, uh, okay, yeah, um, no, no, you're good to go. We just need to see proof of insurance. I was like, oh, I got foremost, whatever. It's like, here's a policy number. On oh, that policy number, oh, uh, uh, can you call your insurance company? And give me, give us the updated policy number or whatever the date. And I'm like, oh my god. So I'm like, okay, I'm calling the insurance company. The insurance company is kind of goofing around. Lady gets up, walks out. While I'm calling the insurance, she wanted to talk to the insurance company. She gets up and walk out. Never came back. <laughs> <laughs> Never came back. We went to another lady, and she set it all up. Would this might just quit their job? <laughs> she just never came back. So we were at the car. I'm like, okay, we got the car and it had all these scratches. I took pictures, whatever. Then we get back. It's like, okay, see, Joy, this is what I like to drive. I like to control what I do. This I drive for a living. This is what I do. We've been home and back. We get to the airport. Like I said, delay. You know why? Because Joe Biden want to get up on that plane. <laughs> And go to sleep in the back. He was in the back sleep. So I'm on the tar. We on the damn tar. Well, no, not the tar. We in the airport four or five hours. You know how long it takes to get to Vegas from Phoenix? Four hours. <laughs> <laughs> so we did all that for nothing. You said no a car. I could have rented. I saved no time. I could have rented a car <laughs> for eighty dollars, guys. They could have rented a car eighty dollars. It would have cost the same thing me driving i don't mind driving i love driving I like but, you, to but you wouldn't have been able to drive a new corolla dude <laughs> with scratches my kind of corner shout out goes out to the state of florida um uh, for them uh continue to pursue char felony murder charges of a uh of a teenage immigrant uh, by the name of Rogelio Aguilar Mendez. See, what had happened was 
he's a migrant worker and was staying at a hotel or motel. He's outside like, apparently on the phone with his mama. And as a cop drove by, he started walking the other direction. So the cop stopped and asked, started questioning him. Mind you, this brother don't really speak much English, if at all. Um, he really speaks, uh, he speaks a dialect, indigenous dialect of uh, Mame or something. Mame. Anyway, the officer proceeds to question him and ask him questions and then tries to restrain him and eventually calls for backup. They restrain him. They tase him numerous times. Uh, in the course of this process, they discover he has a pocket knife because he's a, he's a, it's a blue collar worker. He's got pocket knife in his pocket. But anyways, um, the, the, the officer that initiated contact with him and that had a s subtle wrestling with him as he grabbed him and, you know, he's trying to grab uh, uh, afterwards had a heart attack and died. And now he's being charged with felony murder because a police officer with a pre-existing condition. We need to put Elon Musk on the case and have his lawyers lawyer this up because that pre-existing condition uh, that this officer seemed to have, you know what I'm saying, uh, 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 is the reason why he died, not Neuralink, not Mr. Virgilio Aguilar Mendez. But anyways, they are pursuing charges, um, still pursuing charges to uh, 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 basically uh, sentence this man and, 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 and ruin his life because this officer had a heart attack after tasing him and 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 and, and beating him well, not really beating him but yeah, yeah they, they they tased him six times so yeah <laughs> shout out shout, yeah shout out to every police department that doesn't have fitness standards anymore <laughs> no, no, no. I, I feel sorry I for the say. officer that no. lost his life through his racist inability to understand that the man didn't speak english and leave well enough alone it, it was worse is that they came out and said that during the struggle, uh, the pocket knife was pulled on him by this man. No, body cam footage shows after they beat him and tased him, they searched him and found he had a pocket knife on him. He didn't pull no pocket knife on nobody. This isn't stained by someone in Minneapolis. It still got a shine on it. And so did theirs. So do theirs. Maybe, maybe they should implant Neuralink on all police officers. They gotta re-record their actions correctly. Stop treating us like animals and thugs and start treating us with some respect. <laughs> we got we got a we, we got a recording of your thoughts saying nigga as you were. <laughs> <laughs> no, they'll do that for us through te big big text threads <laughs> that get revealed somehow. Anyways, and uh you know that that one just really pissed me off. I was just Maybe they're trying to give us superpowers like Electro. Come on. <laughs> Jared, what do you think about this whole uh, Taylor Swift versus Beyonce thing? Number two, uh, Jay-Z got up on, at the Grammys tonight talking about how Beyonce has more Grammys than anybody, but never won album of the year. Uh, basically defending his wife. Mm -hmm. um, Let me go first before I feed this dog. I'm going to tell you this, Brandon. I ain't listening to either one of them music. <laughs> I don't listen to none of that pop shit. You yeah. can keep them both up. Um, 
Beyonce is at a is at a pivotal time in her career because um, she's a little bit older than she's like ten years older than Swift, but uh, you know, and she's hitting that age where you know how does she from being the star and the icons, the sex icon, the beauty standard in a lot of ways, the the person that anything they touch was gold. As you get into your more senior part of your career, how do you transition? And and it's hard as a musician and artist to maintain. Beyonce hasn't been like the most like, like, you know, soul albums. And even then, like, it's still hard to produce as you get older because part of what you're producing as a musician oftentimes is a reflection of that very romanticized period of time where like coming into the idea of love and emotions is so new to people. Um, as you get older, you kind of learn the ways of love. You've experienced it, and maybe you're still in some deep love, or maybe you've pat, you're passing into another phase or in and out of it, right? So the type of music that you can sing and, and your art can reflect in this period of time is different, and it's hard to resonate with as many people, especially the younger markets, which usually drive, you know, the industry and, and what is, you know, hot at the time. So we'll see what Beyonce does. How does she, you know, saying continue to potentially put out hits? Or will she like, you know, you know, will she hold on in a in a in a good way and like, you know, become like just like a, you know, just very selective and do her thing? Or is she gonna do like Madonna and turn into like a Madonna type? Hopefully she does not. Um, Madonna yeah. tried to hold on real tight and well, you know, Madonna just she got a BBL and and all kinds of surgeries and all <laughs> kinds of dating young BBCs and I I don't believe it. Not Madonna. You don't think Beyonce will do that? I don't think so either. I would not. I would not put her as that type. But I'm just saying, there's a couple different ways she can go with this. Taylor Swift is in the peak still of her powers, um, but she will inevitably face that. You know as it comes when she, she 40 and she is still able or she 45 50 will she be able to continue to put out music or will she also age into that same room um you never know i would say that for her the world the world will defend her at all costs uh taylor swift is is the most defended beautiful wide woman of this generation you know it started with kanye and it even got to joe coy you know you know, and Ooh. um Joe Coy. Who? <laughs> Shout out to Joe Coy for taking the uh, Golden Globes hosting uh, 10 days notice and writing some terrible jokes and then um, struggling through his monologue and having people completely pan him, mainly because he made a joke about Taylor Swift and then every and she didn't smile or anything. She just did the meme where she drank her cup of water with deadpan wow. look on her face. Shout out to Joe Coy for using a relationship to prop up your career, but then breaking up with her before you can prop it up enough so people know who the hell you are. <laughs> man, Joe, man, it's, hard, it's hard to get Joe Coy, Joe Coy a ticket, man. Yeah, who? Joe Coy is balling amongst the Asians. I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. The Southeast Asians. And well, he got the Filipino on lock, and, you know, especially in That ain't hard to get on lock. That ain't hard to get on lock. What? And, and you're you're now in charge about Southeast Asian relations for this show. That's what we gonna do. Show all he got to do is be half Filipino <laughs> and show up with a fake Laker jersey. They have all the Laker colors, and they be in a Laker font, and they probably say lasers, and then you be good. <laughs> what? <laughs> 
<laughs> the Filipinos are a complex people. I'm wearing flip flops, man. I love my Filipino brothers. My boy Duck, shout out Duck, his wife and family. My uh, ex girlfriend, shout out to her. Hope she's doing well. You, you're talking about like the anti niggas of Filipinos, and Filipinos are the niggas of Asians. So like you yeah. you're looking at like the extreme uh, outliers there. You got you yeah, but the, no, okay. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing, though, Jared. They are, you know, my boy Bob Flay Love told me this when when I first started dating a Filipino girl. He said, just to let you know, and then he told me this when I was hanging out with this boy who was Filipino. And I went to, they were playing Pro-Am back in the Pro-Am leagues and they had a team and they jerseys looked just like those, when the Patriots came out in the nineties with those tight ass jerseys, they were the exact same shirt. And he was like, man, we got these hella cheap from the Philippines. And I asked him how he, and his boy was like, Hey man, I went to the Philippines and got them, man. Philippines. I said, I'm gonna tell you this, my Filipino people will bastardize anything. That was his quote. They would bastardize anything. And so I love, you know, Filipino, like you said, yeah, they, they're the niggas of the, of, the, of the Asian world. They are, man. They like to eat a lot of pork. Uh, they love hip hop, basketball. Um, they like to say the N-word a lot, especially in the Bay Area. Say it more than me. They're getting them some new niggas. <laughs> I'm down, man. Love, you know, Filipino people, I'm down my Filipino people. My favorite, my favorite, my favorite Filipino dish. This is how you know that I'm down with Filipino. My favorite Filipino dish, Filipino dish is Senegal. Most people be like, oh man, I love some uh, chicken adobo. No, I love Senegal. Mm-hmm. I just like six six. That's a, some some good spice, spiced, uh, uh, flavorful pork belly. They do. They do a good job of senior six six. They do. They do a good job. Uh, Jolly B, you know, Jolly B ain't bad. I ain't ate it in a long time though. Uh, the one thing there's a Filipino dish I can't stand, and that's goddamn onset. I was hanging out with a Filipino person. Oh shit! I shouldn't say that, man. Uh, to cut this part, Jerry. Cut that last part, man. <laughs> Cut that. Uh, in other news, AG3 hates Filipino food. <laughs> oh, I love Filipino food. Just not Ponce. I like Southeast Asia, man. I like traveling through there, man. <laughs> well, uh, regardless of which, I don't even know how we got to this point in the conversation. You're talking about Taylor Swift and all kinds oh, of Oh, yeah. Shit. Back to Taylor Swift. Uh, I'm still feeding my dog. I don't know. Yeah, go back to Taylor Swift. I'm listening. Taylor Swift is, is 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 I think surpassed Beyonce at this point in time. Beyonce was bigger than Taylor Swift, but also like numbers are still skewed um, with anything like oh, if you could say who's a bigger star, who was a bigger star at the time. Uh, it's mainly because like you know like you know record sales were you know the access to record sales grew for a while there, and then it, now it's not about selling records anymore. So there's ways in which like the metrics of somebody now it's like you know concert sales or it's also you know saying like streams so like the metrics are changing on how we can evaluate somebody's star um so i think that's something that's like we still like we're in the middle of kind of like learning this new these new metrics with all the new forms of media and social media that um you know allow for specified coverage that is different than what it used to be um 20 30 40 years ago um even like 50 years ago when like you know rock and roll was really like exploding and you know you're looking at all these like iconic bands and, and groups and like who's the biggest then or who outsold who and now like it's it's hard to compare um but yeah i think i think uh beyonce had a much bigger impact on uh the culture of things because she swayed she swayed 
black female culture, black women's culture in a lot of ways, or she influenced it. And that is a very influential, you know what I'm saying? Um, uh, what is it? It's, it's a very impactful influence on American culture, especially when you look at communities that the way black women carry themselves or the, 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 the image of their body types and certain features um, over the years has, has always had an influence on, you know, especially now. Yeah, I was pulling your argument to your last, like, probably 10 sentences. It's because you hate black women? Because I love my black Nubian queens. Oh, no, no, I just don't think Beyonce has had a bigger impact on black women as much as you're saying. No, I mm. think she's had a bigger impact on the culture as, as a broad thing, whether it's her, her you know, titles of her albums. Oh, no, I'm talking about I hate black women. I am a great man, Jared. <laughs> I am a great man. <laughs> <laughs> because I might ask some white woman to be my Coretta Scott King don't mean I'm not a great man I've done a lot for the culture I have a plan I have a plan I've done a lot for my race I am a great man I'm so important and you have no ideas basically. Michelle Obama Barack, Barack's wife Coretta Scott King that's MLK wife Anytime you know you got to explain who the fuck they are to somebody, you already messed up. You uh, messed up. Jonathan Majors might have been feeling himself a little too much. Well, that's Kang, I'm like, man. That's I'm like, Kang the character. I'm like, nigga, you got to play a couple Marvel characters all of a sudden. You out here acting like you done, you done changed the whole world, bro. Like, no. Like, did you hear how Josh Brolin and what he felt about playing Thanos, which is like the most epic villain the Marvel Cinematic Universe has had? You know what I'm saying? Hands down, put everyone else to shame. Yeah. And, and he said, I cried because I was pretty much broke. You know what I'm saying? Like, and this like changed my whole like trajectory the rest of my life, even though I've been in the industry for over 35, almost 40 years. You know what I'm saying? Basically grew up as a teenager in the industry as an actor. And now he's in his 50s. So I don't know, man. I'm just, you know, Jonathan Major, man, pump the brakes, brother. <laughs> you did. Hey, Lovecraft Country was tight. That was a really dope show. Super dope. Super well written. Super well put together. That was like sci-fi because it was following a black story with magic and wizards and Jim Crow South or, you know, the Emmett Till, Jim Crow South, all that shit. He fucked up his money. He no longer the last black man in San Francisco because he fucked up his money. <laughs>